The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com Weird Medicine contains mature contents that uh, may be offended to some listeners. Let me write what did they wrong then? It, you know, your old house is like a nerve. I love to masturbate. I love to masturbate. I love to masturbate. I love to masturbate. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast with the wave an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! No. 
It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve, with my little pal Night Nurse Evie back from uh, a sabbatical, a triumphant return. Thank you, Dr. Steve. And... Uh, a woman I've been wanting to meet for almost a decade. I think it's been like 10 it's years. It's been about 10 years. Um, the winner of the uh, funniest phone call in weird medicine history. That's Dee from Nashville, everyone. Hello, Dee. Yay. Give you a... Well, you can hardly hear the applause, but it's there. This is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're in Paris to take your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else... Give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347-TAKE-IT-AWAY-D. Poo-head. Oh, she, she did it. All right. Very <laughs> nicely done. Uh, if you're listening to us live, the number is 754-227-3647. That's 754 Evie. I don't know. Oh, now. <laughs> Boo. It's been a while. That's 754-22-PENIS. Oh, that's what's weird. Or my personal favorite, 754-BEAR-NIP. I mean, what are the odds that those two things <laughs> fit those? Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcast medical news and stuff you can buy. Go to our merchandise store, cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. Most importantly, we're not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, registered dietitian, or whatever. All right, very good. So uh, thank you for being here. Um, for Our long-term listeners will remember D. Because back when P.A. John was on this show, we did a thing about medical smells. And, and uh, let me get rid of that uh, music so I can play this. And uh, Dee called in, and uh, as soon as we heard her phone call, we knew we had a winner. So let's play her phone call real quick. We just did this on the XM show, so our reaction in here may be slightly muted. Just, but it's this this phone call never gets old. <laughs> no, still that smell was just like oh, well, oh no oh, no 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 wait oh, start over. Okay, let's try that again. Hey, Doctor Steve, uh, my name is D. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I am calling because you said something about a worse medical smell. I was sitting in with the dentist one day. A man came in. His jaw was swollen. The doctor had a round probe, was moving his jaw out of the way. The probe brushed up against whatever the lesion was inside of his mouth, and some shit came out of it that looked like green peas, like pea soup. And the smell was so nauseatingly bad that... I quit school, and I am a realtor now. I'm not doing anything in the medical profession because that smell was just, like, unreal. unlike anything I had ever heard before. So there you go. Yeah, you dodged a bullet on that one, too. You really did. did. That's gross. Yeah. I mean, can you eat peas now? um, Yes. Probably took a while. Because, thankfully, the peas don't smell anything like this man's (laughs) face and mouth. So, uh, yeah. so what he had, and we talk about this on the SiriusXM show too, and then we'll move on to things we didn't talk about on there. But it, he most likely had a, an abscess, and it uh, could have even been a peritonsillar abscess. I hope not that the dentist wasn't messing with that, because really an ear, nose, and throat surgeon should be doing that. But sometimes they can get so big and um, uh, uh, easy to break that you can just brush against them and they'll open up. But it uh, it had mouth bacteria in it. 
And if, if you've ever not brushed your teeth even for a day and you smell that smell, those bacteria, put them in a, in a living casing, let them breed. And, uh, and then when you open it out to uh, the, the air, just imagine the smell. It's bad breath times 10,000. Just the most horrible, dead, awful smell. And that's because those bacteria are what we call anaerobic bacteria. They're the worst. So those are bacteria that can live without oxygen. Right. I don't see how. And you know, they don't care how they smell. Well, you know, have you seen the YouTube videos they have out of people with tartar soaked cake? Yeah. That's, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, if you want to Google something disgusting, uh, and I'm just going to tell you right now, the people who are listening, do not do this because I don't want to hear about it. But oral myiasis, um, M-Y-I-A-S-I-S. I'm going to spell it for you, but I'm advising you not to look at it. Uh, if I ever go on a show and they say, what's the grossest thing? I'll say, just Google that. Uh, Google image that. And then I can just sit back and listen to the most, you know, these people puking and retching. Okay, so you know I'm doing it now. Okay. <laughs> of course she so is. you know I'm doing it. Uh, oh, I told you. Girl, no. Uh, okay. It's, it's yeah, maggots. Yeah. It's maggot infestation of the mouth. Yeah. How can that happen? Well, so this uh, often happens, sadly, with you know, a, uh, a disadvantaged population, like a homeless population, and they got bad teeth and rotten teeth, and they're sleeping outside, mm. and uh, they're sl- their mouth breathing, they're snoring, and the flies get in and get to this lovely necrotic tissue that's in there, and then lay eggs, and then the next thing you know, they hatch, and then you got maggots. Now, we will use maggots in medicine. Yeah, to clean up. Sure. You, know, you got a nasty wound, you can throw uh, some... Uh, what? Some sterile maggots in there, yes. and uh, they'll just clean it up better than any but these surgeon aren't can sterile. do. No, no, they, yeah. no, that's just yeah. now. Don't Google. Okay, so <laughs> here's another one. Don't Google image penile myiasis or vaginal myiasis because it's the same thing, but in a different part of the body. And if you really want to Google something <laughs> horrific, oh, gosh. And I'm, again, telling you not to do this. Do not do this. I mean, but these are my go-tos when I go on radio shows and they ask me something. Because it's like, well, you, you serve you right for asking. Yeah. Um, Fournier's gangrene. Don't do it. That's a big one. It's a Fournier is F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R. She's doing it. Uh-huh. And, and okay. F- Fournier's it. gangrene is necrotizing <laughs> fasciitis of the uh, male genitalia. Ooh, what? Uh-uh. No male. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> so, don't do it. Oh. So avoid that one. Ooh. I may even call this one do not do Google not. image Ow. for any gangrene. Do do <laughs> Men don't do it. Shoo. It will hit you different. Yeah, Ooh. so if you, by the way, if you see something like that and it's starting, don't wait. Go, do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars whatever it is go right now run don't walk to your doctor and get it looked at because that stuff can that can be fatal too yeah i don't see how people let things linger like even with this abscess in this man's mouth like yeah it didn't you didn't just wake up and it was that large no, that's right. you know that's right. yeah. it was larger than a jack ball yeah so. i love the fact that you just quit and went into something so far <laughs> yeah, removed yeah from from ever having to see anything like that ever never again. again. <laughs> no, <laughs> he went into real estate. Again. Like, not happening yeah, at all. That cap around that story is what won the prize. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, if it was just well, it smelled bad. That's nothing. But to to change, die, yeah, go 180 no. degrees. Yeah, it's just, awesome. Yeah, nowhere near an um, operatory, please. Yeah. If you okay, so I'll tell you why. There was a guy once. I've told this story on this show. Um, uh, that was masturbating using um, a, uh, a it wasn't a bandsaw, but it was a con- like a conveyor belt. And and the conveyor belt was long and it was fast and it was do I don't know if it was in a grain silo or something like that, but it was vibrating and he was rubbing his junk up against this thing, and the you know what how a band works is there's a wheel and then there's a band and if you get something caught in the bottom of the band where it's coming in, they ain't no coming out until it does a full rotation and comes out the top, right? That was his nuts. So he got his scrotum caught in this thing and it just went like that. And his testicle was ripped from his body, went flying out the window. And he was so embarrassed that, because all he had to say was, I just fell up against it. Right. You know, rip his pants and say, I fell up against it. But no, he wasn't thinking straight because his testicle just went flying out the window. So he takes a staple gun and staples his scrotum back together <gasps> and then goes about his business. And five days later, he's in the hospital with a scrotum that's like, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, two feet wide, totally full of pus, of course. Uh-huh. And uh, had to have a, uh, a complete, you know, ectomy of all of his male parts because wow. they were just rotting off. Yeah. So don't ignore that stuff. If he had just said he could have made up any plausible story because we see people in the ER that have <laughs> Coke speechless. bottles shoved up their ass and they say they <laughs> sat on it. And it's a fiction that we all will just agree. <laughs> well, OK, we're going to believe it. But, right. You know, patients sat on a Coke bottle. Okay, can we go back to the male parts that he loses yeah. penis? Uh, that I'm not sure about. I know or his scrotum he lost. Scrotum and testicles he lost. He may have lost his penis too. Wow. But he was at risk of losing it if he didn't lose it. So you don't you don't want your penis to slough off. And by the way, that word slough is onomatopoeia because that's what it sounds like when yeah. it falls right. off, it goes it's slough. slough. So you don't want that to happen. So let's not slough off our penises. If you have an accident like that, just go get it checked. Make up any cockamamie story. We will pretend that we buy it and there will be no judgment. Well, there will be judgment, but nobody, not to your face. There won't be. All right. So, D, what do you got for us today? I know you had you came you drove all the way here from Nashville just to be on the show, I which did. is amazing. Thank you for doing that. We, Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. We, After almost a decade, it is. Here we are. I would like to look at what the date on that phone call is because I really think it's been about ten years mm-hmm. for real. I think so because we started this what fifteen, sixteen years ago, and it was while P. A. John was still here. Okay, so, so was it? Yeah. It was a while back. Yes, yeah. I'm glad to finally be. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, and it turns out Evie knows or is related to somebody Mm -hmm. that Dee knows. Yes. Yep. A small world. Small world. Now is that a black thing or is it just a small world? Is it? No, I'm just. I think it's probably both. 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 Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, In the circles and yeah. Well, no, that's cool, though. That's that's amazing that you guys know each other. So you need to keep in touch. Yeah. And you you need to keep when. Okay, so I'm going to put in a plug for one of our gigs. Okay. August 1st, Mm -hmm. Rich Voss, Allendale Mansion. Admission is free. 
that's in a little town not too far from the Weird Medicine Studios called Kingsport, Tennessee, which is where we do all of our comedy it's down events. the street from okay. And um, uh, it, it, there'll, there'll be craft beer there. There will be food trucks. There'll be music and Rich Voss. What more do you want? What more do you need? People, yeah. this is going to be our biggest event yet for this Allendale thing. Uh, last year we had uh, Vic Henley, um, and every year it gets a little bigger. We had Tim Dillon the first year because they were just trying it out, and he killed. And uh, I'm not even sure we could afford Tim now, but um, uh, yeah, pro- well, we probably could if we could afford Rich. We can, we could have still. Can we go Tim. backstage? Oh yeah, oh yeah, you, hang, yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, and it's in the round, so there's no backstage. You can oh, just okay. hang out. You okay. Know? Yeah, okay. Cool. But um, but Tim drew, you know, they'd never had comedy there before. They always had just had bluegrass. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to try something different. And they came to me because they knew that, you know, I, I knew some folks. So, so we got Tim the first year. And then the next year we had Vic. And it was even more people. And I just anticipate this thing growing. Now, we've got an amphitheater that will fit 1,200 people. Okay. Um, and if only 300 show up, which is a good-sized crowd for around here, it looks empty. So I want to get a whole crap load of people to come. Well, I will get so, a crap load. And there you go. I will see you there. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And if you're a weird medicine listener, I have a tab. And you just put your beer on my tab. And everything's cool. Yeah, oh, for real. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I'll okay. take care of all that. Part. Oh. All right. Now, if 400 people show up, yeah. I'll be hurting, but I'll still do it. Oh, See, okay. now, where are you? Like, where are <laughs> men like you? Where are y'all Well, at? we're married. They're married. Like, they're deep into marriage. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yep. Yeah. And, deep, uh, deep and scared of their wives, so they ain't doing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. At least you're afraid. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of you. Yeah, don't think it's because we're... <laughs> Because we're good people. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Dee, did you you had a medical question of some sort? Uh, yes, my medical question was was just a thought in general. I don't know if it's an, even specific, but what is this thing that women are doing now with putting things in their vaginas to make their vaginas better? Yes. Now we touched on this on the SiriusXM show. So go listen to that on demand on Faction Talk 103. We uh, touched on douching on that. And uh, we also discussed the one douche that may be okay to do Mm -hmm. is a plain yogurt douche if you have bacterial vaginosis. You you need to know that you have it, though, which means you got to get tested at least once. Mm -hmm. Bacterial vaginosis, where a relatively benign but noxious bacteria called Gardnerella vaginalis takes over the vaginal flora. And uh, what's supposed to be there is lactobacillus. And what's interesting and evidence that God has sense of humor, that's the same bacteria in plain yogurt. So the the bacteria that makes yogurt yogurt is the same bacteria that makes a vagina a vagina. It's crazy, but it's true. And so replacing the normal flora sometimes will crowd out the the bad bacteria. And uh, but you kind of need to know, yeah, okay, I've, I have I'm prone to this and I have it, and this, right. so I need to do that. So question, now, with some of the other stuff that we were talking about, let me hit on this because before I forget, because I meant to talk about it on the last show. Um, is menstrual extraction. So back in the in the 70s, I was hearing a lot about menstrual extraction, which was where women were basically getting a DNC using a much smaller catheter uh, to remove products of menses so they didn't have to have a period every month. Oh. Now, then 
the 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 change in the pill came to where you could do it round the clock and you didn't ever have to have a period, but that came much later. So back in the day, if you were in, on the pill, you still had to do those seven days off of the estrogen so that you could get uh, so, and you would have a period. Now, uh, where were you hearing about this, about women vacuuming out their vaginas? Uh, yes, I think I honestly saw a news article that came up in my like one of my local stations. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And it was like a local doctor speaking against it and then a plastic surgeon. And Yeah, I'm, don't do that. Yeah, I'm like, why would you vacuum? Well, because they they think that if they but the, what they the, the image they have of their periods is their vagina is just full of blood and it's just leaking out a little bit at a time. That's not how it works. the 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 blood isn't coming from the vagina at all, and they're not actually bleeding. Well, I mean, they're what they're what they're doing is sloughing off the lining of the uterus. Right. And it's very uh, vascular, and so there's, you know, it's red because there are blood products there, but it's not, it, they're not actually bleeding, they're sloughing off a tissue. And um, uh, they're, um, if you're actually bleeding from your vagina, that's a problem, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they're thinking if they just, I guess the thinking is if they stick um, a vacuum, up their vagina that they can just suck out all that blood but you've got to get up to if you know the anatomy at all the uterus looks like a pear uh, yes and it's kind of got a an opening like a pear it's not wide you know the cervical oz is not wide yeah, at all as a matter yeah. of fact for you to get up in there you have to dilate it like, which is, is why they squirm. Yeah. which is, is why they call it a dilation and curatage. You've got to dilate that area first so you can get up yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's really kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's big enough to pass sperm cells up there to to get to yeah. the egg that's supposedly coming from the fallopian tube. By the way, newsflash, that's why sex was invented. Correct. Just so we don't lose sight of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so all this stuff is going on because it's hoping, well, maybe this time it's a, you know, there's really something going on, but the egg is working its way through the fallopian tube into the uterus and then hangs around and then the sperm meets somewhere in the uterus and then there's mm. implantation. And... Um, and then you make a placenta, and hopefully not over the cervical oz. It needs to be on the side, because if it's over the cervical oz, then that's called placenta previa. And as that thing starts to enlarge, what's going to happen? It rips away from the placenta, and then it bleeds, and that becomes mm-hmm. a, a medical emergency. Mm-hmm. So just you know, a little re- refresher for people. Um, mm-hmm. So, But anyway, so this is not amenable to sticking something in the vagina to suck it out. If you really wanted to suck it out... It's got to go up into the uterus, uh-uh. and do not, girls, do not do this do at home. Not ever do that. That's a surgical that. procedure. Yeah. You've got to be sterile prepped first, and it's got to be done by someone who knows what the hell you know, they're somebody's doing. Somebody's gonna try that. Yeah. You know. So here we go. So what's the downside? We're disappointed, and this is from Health.com. That you know, prestigious medical journal. We're disappointed that we have to bring this to your attention, but at least two women have recently tried to vacuum blood out of their vaginas while on their period. Uh, oh, according to a nurse on Twitter. Okay, so this is yet right. further removed. I, I want to find an actual thing. Um, uh, but uh, please, you know, ladies, please stop using your vacuum hose to end your period early. You're going to wind up sucking out a lot more than blood. Well, okay. 
Um, they, she's saying there, she had two cases of this so far this week. Both women had to be admitted. What were they admitted for? It could have been prolapse of the uterus. Mm. So when you stick that in, that vacuum is very powerful. And if you're, you know, you're just going to pull the uterus down into it, it's going to occlude the, the vacuum. And then if you get nervous and don't turn the vacuum off before you start yanking <laughs> it out, you can yank your uterus out. Oh, my gosh. And now it's going to be hanging out, and you're going to have a prolapsed uterus. Prolapsed uterus. It's It's not worth it. It's not. So if you're that all fired, if you know you're never going to have kids and you're all that all fired up about having a period, you can probably find somebody that would do a hysterectomy on you, although it's not indicated just to stop you from having a period. Right. I mean, because it's, you know, you need your hormones and. Yeah, enjoy it. All that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I just don't understand. Maybe they just want to have sex without having to deal with the period though well okay so i've in my past i've had i like ketchup on my french fries if you get my drink um i have no problem with it a lot of guys don't the women sometimes find it gross mm-hmm. i have seen well let me say i've heard of women that will just push the tampon up and let the guy have intercourse with them you need to if you do that you cannot fall asleep and then in the morning forget that you've done that because now you have a vaginal foreign body that's very absorbent and what happens with (laughs) vaginal fluids and absorbent things they get bigger and bigger of course it's going to absorb to the capacity where it can and then what there's bacteria in there it's a beautiful bacterial medium uh, will grow and now it'll start stinking, and you can get toxic shock syndrome. Yeah, TSS. Yeah. This is why we don't, re- you know, this is why I say women stop dipping your tampons in coconut oil and sticking them up yeah, don't do that. If you Don't do that either. Yeah, if you're not on your period, please don't do that. Yeah, People do that. Though. Don't do that. Don't, don't do anything. Put, <laughs> put a penis or a tongue or maybe a finger or a, yogurt. a toy, yogurt. something like that, something that's made like for yogurt. intercourse and maybe plain yogurt every once in a while. Don't put anything else and in Yanni your eggs. vagina. Yanni eggs. Yeah, oh, and a yanni egg. Yeah, yanni that's right. eggs are okay. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, and we talked about that on the Sirius XM show. Those are, they're, you know, they're, they're clean, and you're taking them back out again. Right. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, um, we did a thing on this show where a woman, um, because the myth was that women could get drunk, underage girls it was mostly, get drunk by dipping a tampon in vodka and then inserting it in their vagina. And they were like, well, we, you know, we won't, we'll get drunk in the no breathalyzer because we didn't drink it. That does not work that way. The breathalyzer doesn't work just because you drank alcohol. It works because there's alcohol in your bloodstream that's being emitted from the your from your bloodstream through your lungs, mm. and that's what they're detecting. Now, if you just drank one, then yes, your 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 when you uh, blow, it's going to be high. And if that ever happens to you, you can demand a blood test. If you know you only had one and they blew it right after you drank and you do some astronomical amount, demand a blood test because your blood test will be normal. That, that would be a false positive breathalyzer. But um, uh, otherwise, if they were actually able to get drunk by putting a tampon in their vagina soaked with vodka, that would still blow on the breathalyzer mm. because mm-hmm. of diffusion through the alveoli of the lungs and into what you're exhaling. Now, my argument against this was, first off, all you're getting is the surface area of the tampon, which is very small, mm. right? Right. And I would, 
I'm just imagining how this would happen. The vagina is not designed to absorb things, just the opposite. It's designed to not absorb things so that semen will go from the vagina into the uterus, right, and not be absorbed. And uh, so that didn't make sense to me. It's not like the colon. The colon is made to absorb fluids. So be careful with that. If you, you know, do a champagne enema like I've heard people yeah, doing. Yeah, that was my next question. You can't control the intake. When you're drinking it, you can control your intake. But if you dump a whole bottle of uh, champagne in your colon and it just absorbs all at once, you can um, get uh, alcohol poisoning and yet? die from that. So do not... Please don't do that. If Just drink it. Don't shove it in your vagina. Don't put it under your eyelid. Don't do it as an enema. Just drink it. It's made to be drunk. It's so sad we have to say this, though. I know. Yeah. Is it not? I've seen uh, videos of frat boys taking um, uh, vodka and putting it under their eyelids. Now, what is ignorant. the purpose Why? of that? Why? Well, because there's so, much, so many capillaries there, it will absorb. But you're only absorbing what a little tiny capful. I mean, if you're going to drink alcohol, just drink it. Drink responsibly. Don't be an That's idiot. Right. Don't drink and drive. Like, why do you have to chase that next thrill? Yeah. Like, so, just drink right. it and get why high. Why do we get drunk so, like the rest of my, us? My postulate was, if you shove this vagina. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Uh, and by the way, you can hear this show by uh, subscribing at premium.drsteve.com. It's buck ninety nine a month. Buck ninety nine a month, and if you use the offer code FLUID, you can get it for half off for three months. You can just go download everything, or you can go to drsteve.com, and uh, if you look around on that front page, right on the front page, you can, there's a link you can click on. You can buy every Weird Medicine sh- podcast that's ever been done. Um, uh, for 30 bucks on a thumb drive and you get a 32 gig thumb drive out of it too so um but it's 30 bucks and that includes shipping and that's united states only but anyway uh you can listen to this show that we did but what we did was we had a volunteer and she did it we soaked it i said there's no way this is going to work and she inserted it and we breathalyzed her every 10 20 minutes for an hour two hours something like that nothing it was zero point mm. zero the whole time and she had an itchy vagina for a month i bet so don't do that bet, this yeah. is stupid that is dumb yeah don't do that all right. Check out stuff.drsteve.com. That's stuff.drsteve.com for all of your uh, online shopping needs. There's a link that will take you directly to Amazon. It helps us. And uh, there's all kinds of cool products on there. If you scroll down, you can find the Womanizer, which Night Nurse Evie and Dee may both be interested <laughs> in. It's our new favorite uh, adult toy. That's down at the bottom. Uh, But there's also uh, probiotics that we've talked about on this show, stuff for hyperhidrosis or, you know, excess sweating. Anything that we've ever talked about more than once on the show is on there. So go to stuff.drsteve.com. Don't forget tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID for the best earbuds for the price and the best customer service anywhere. And they are a Tennessee business. They're in Franklin, Tennessee. That's not too far from you, right? Not too far at all. What we might do is do a show there sometime if they'll let us because they... We've had a relationship with them forever, and then maybe we could meet up there. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, simply, oh, and you got, okay, so tell me something. Hot chicken. This stuff they got at Kentucky Fried, no, right? No, You're shaking your head. Okay, not. so we got to go to Prince's. You Is have that to right? go to Prince's. You have to go to 400 Degrees. Is you it going to burn my ass Prince's. off? Um, it could potentially burn your ass off. Are they going to laugh at me if I say, can I have mild, please? Cause no. No, okay, no. really, okay. I've I've been eating hot chicken since I was a toddler, and I so get mild. Uh, yeah, you but do I, get mild. I still get mild, yeah. I'll get a couple of pieces of the crazy mm-hmm. odd, because I, I can deal with it. You say that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see. Okay, okay. Let's go ahead. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's by God see yeah, them. I'll exactly. see you in Nashville. Had I known, I would have brought it with me this time. Well, I wouldn't have eaten it because I'm a weird germ freak. I'm oh, okay. a chicken that sat out long enough. But uh, I'm just gotcha. weird that gotcha. way. But no worries. Um, but yeah, you have to do it. But let's do it. I'll be in Nashville September 27th. Okay. Um, uh, Drinks are on me if you guys want to come to the Bobby Hotel after the King Crimson concert, because that's when I'm going to be there for a medical meeting, and I'm going to King Crimson. And then uh, Bobby's got a rooftop bar, and it'll be Friday night. So, you know, drinks are on me. So. Well, yes. All right. I'll be there. And then, but that afternoon, if you're free, maybe we could go to Prince's Hot Chicken. I will I'll make check myself free for you. I will, I will make the pilgrimage to Mecca. You but there's so there's another place, 400 degrees. It's called mm-hmm. 400 degrees. It is um, similar, um, and just I can't tell you. It's just it's yeah. like KFC. This other stuff that you get in these restaurants is just not it. It's, yeah. it's the crust. It is. You have to walk in. You have to see and smell the oh, grease in the yeah. air. See, I, I lived in New Orleans, so I understand. Cast the whole, iron skillet. Yes. Yeah. Proper yeah. seasoning. I love New Orleans. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I fell in love yeah, in New I Orleans. In love. <laughs> I did for did real. You? Yeah. Oh yeah. But when I was a, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. New Orleans was just a place I could drink underage. You know, I was 17. I was okay. drinking all up and down that, you know, Bourbon Street and stuff. But it, later on, I realized what I'd missed out on, which was the Louisiana cuisine. Well, I mean, I didn't miss out on it. It was just it was just part of our life. Yeah. I didn't realize how special it was until I left there. And then it's like you can't get this anywhere else. Yeah. Then Chef Paul came out and Emeril, who is kind of an interloper, but still he's got some street cred uh, just because he's you know devoted his life to it. But Chef Paul was the real deal. And uh, uh, I used to go to, what was the Creole place down there? Oh, damn it. If you could say the name. I can't. Well, anyway. But uh, so I, I fancy myself a, a Cajun or in Creole chef. I mm-hmm. cook Louisiana, Louisiana, Louisiana cuisine. I've cooked. I've made my own boudin. Oh. My gumbo is I will put it up against anybody's. Okay. And I mean anybody's. And I'm including Chef Paul, mm-hmm. who is no longer with us. But you heard me, Emerald. I'll put my gumbo up against yours in a blind taste test. Mine will will not be a failure. Oh, okay. So, can you make some? And just, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, well, I need you know. to. I haven't made it yeah. in a long time. Uh, I can make uh, etouffee. I make barbecue shrimp, which is got, doesn't get, even get close to a barbecue. Never understood why they call it barbecue shrimp. Okay. okay. So, see, we should have had this today. What is <laughs> They're all married. Gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll do that sometime. Okay. For real. Well, yeah, let's do it. But anyway, but I understand the whole going to a place and getting the full experience. Mm-hmm. So even, you know, for you, I would have eaten it anyway because, you know, and it really has to do with I'm just a weirdo on foodborne illnesses, and I know chicken is just, ugh. It but, is. It's yeah. a lot. But you can't come to the cookout then. <laughs> no, I, no, I can, though. I, 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 I'm, she does whatever. I'm yeah. not so crazy. But. <laughs> she, no, because we, we, like. It can sit out all day. Yeah, it can sit out all day. We still gonna eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll and you're fine. (laughs) Yeah, you're fine. If it's actually, if it's cooked all the way, it's the eggs that that sit out that they're the problem. And raw, uncooked chicken, all of it in this country, 100 percent of it has salmonella. It's just a known fact. And uh, by the way, folks. Don't wash your chicken off in the sink. I just can't <laughs> do that. I have been struggling with again? that. I've been struggling with this. So yeah. let me tell you my method that I feel good in knowing okay. I'm not salmonelling my whole kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this little colander. Yeah. It's a little plastic one. 
that I keep only for my chicken. Okay. And so I will put the water in the sink. I put the chicken in there, and then I drain the sink, and then I spray the top of it very lightly. Yeah. And then I Clorox that whole situation after I'm done with it. When you're done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I'm not splashing. It, if you're not splashing, you're no, okay. I'm absolutely not but splashing. But people, what they're doing is they're taking the spray thing. Oh, no, no, And they're no, spraying no. off their chicken, holding it in their hand. No. And salmonella just going everywhere. No. It does nothing, really, to to wash your chicken if you're going to cook it all the way. Mm-hmm. Well, if you had, you know, like we did, grandmother, big mama, mm-hmm. you wash your chicken. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Wash it. I get it. Just put it in the sink, wash it. And, yeah. Washing you know. it's fine. Yeah. Spraying it. Not yeah, so no, much. I don't not do so that. Much, yeah. But then I don't do that with anything, though. Yeah. Most yeah. things, like, I, it's but just anything, I don't want anything going all over the place. You know, and I teach my kids. You know, just you have to have sterile technique. And if it touched the counter, the counter's got to be cleaned. If it touched your hands, your hands got to be cleaned for you. To, if you're going to sous vide it, because I sous vide chicken, mm-hmm. yeah. that's really tricky because if the raw chicken touches the outside of the sous vide, you, you know what I'm yeah. talking yeah. about? If it touches the outside of the sous vide bag, well, now it's, Everything, it's everything's yeah. contaminated. Because the sous vide, uh, it's going to be up above the heat, and then the heat itself is only at 130 degrees and going to kill it. Right. So, and now people, I hear people saying, well, you're only cooking a chicken to 130 degrees. That, that's not safe. It's totally safe if you're sous vide if you do it right. So for people who don't know, sous vide, it means under vacuum, is a, a way to cook meat and other things at lower temperatures than you normally would by vacuum sealing it and putting it in a circulating water bath. Now, I've seen... These crock pots they sell as sous vide things and they mm-hmm. don't circulate. They're not sous vide. They're not sous vide. No. It's got to circulate so that the temperature is always constant. And when you do that, the reason we cook chicken to 160 degrees is because it's insta kill. Mm-hmm. So if you get it to 160 degrees, every bacterium dies. If there were any left, when it hit, touches 160, they're all dead. With the sous vide, you cook it for 90 minutes, 120 minutes, maybe even longer. You can go four hours with this stuff. And it's like pasteurizing. You're not bringing it up to that insta-kill temperature, but you're leaving it at that temperature long enough to kill everything. And then the texture is totally different. Sous vide mm-hmm. chicken is completely yeah. different completely than different. something that you've yeah. brought up to 160 degrees. Yeah. But you're in the hotel business, so you understand yes. sous vide. Uh-huh. We've, uh, I've been in food and beverage now for, sheesh. Probably shortly after that call. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So you did real estate for a while, and real then went into food and beverage. Real estate for a little bit, and then yeah, been in food and beverage. Yeah, so you understand that. But yeah, it. the cool thing about sous vide is in a restaurant, you can throw all this stuff in there, and you can leave it in four you or five can, hours, yeah, and it won't just, change it. Yeah. And then when you're ready to cook it, you just pull it out, and it's cooked, and you just throw it on the grill or whatever you're going to do with it. So, but yeah. anyway, but yeah, then that's a problem if you if you touch the outside of the sous vide bag, you've got salmonella now on the outside. So, uh, raw chicken. An undercooked chicken is um, something to be respected. Mm -hmm. I can't believe people actually eat undercooked chicken. No, I don't do that. They cook it purposely like that. No, I don't do that. No, I would never. No. I can't. And if anyone ever suggested it, then I wouldn't eat anything from them. Right, (laughs) right, right. Right, Right. chicken tartare I'm not doing. Pork tartare I'm not doing. Although they say now the pork uh, in this country is so safe you could actually eat it raw. Uh, I don't eat pork. Yeah, well, I don't either. Uh, My body doesn't like it. But, but, um, yeah, it used to be, you know, you had to cook it all the way through because of different parasites and stuff. And they're saying, now it's not an issue. But I'm still, I've heard chefs say that I'm still leery Mm -hmm. just because of years of it. Anyway, all right. Um, 
by the way, I hit my ideal body weight. I had somebody cuss me out on uh, voicemail because <laughs> I only weigh 155. He said, you're skinny and you're just a bunch of bones walking around, all this. Whatever. I'm at my ideal body weight and I, for the first time since college. And I did it using Noom. N-O-O-M, the Noom app. Go to noom.drsteve.com if you want to get two free weeks and 20% off. It's already cheaper. I shouldn't say cheaper. It's less expensive than Weight Watchers by far. And Weight Watchers, you got to do forever. Noom's not a diet. There are no points, none of that. It is a psychology app that helps you change your relationship with food. And it, look, I'm, I'll be the first. This can't be for everybody because nothing is. But it's the best thing I've ever done. Never been able to sustain this kind of weight loss as long as I have. Yeah, I did. Um, you look fabulous, it, by the Thank way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so do you. Thank you. <laughs> what what? is it? Um, oh, my gosh. What? I'm getting so old. I, I did the um, keto. Keto. Keto, yeah. And I'm still doing keto. You can do keto on Noom. And I walk. I incline walk around sure. my neighborhood for like an hour and 20 yeah. minutes. No, activity, eating, I mean, eating right, all those things. Noom, one of the modules is taking you through paleo, taking you through keto, Mediterranean, South Beach, all this stuff. They're saying all of this is fine. If, if there was one correct diet, we would know it already. Right, right. What's correct is going to be what works for you and that helps pro- mitigate risk. You want to mitigate risk, you want to decrease our chance of having diabetes and heart attacks and stroke and cancer and stuff like that. So we know that eating fresh fruits and vegetables does that. And uh, we want to maintain our ideal body weight for a lot of different raisins. And But other than that, how you get there doesn't really matter. Right. You know? I like meal prep. I meal prep, so it helps me. Yeah. I did get off, jump off the bandwagon a little bit because I was, you know, keeping children and, yeah. you know, all over the place. But I'm back. Mine yeah. is my schedule. That's been a thing yep. for me to get past. Like, I'm I'm a night person, so I really work 11 p.m. to, like, 6 in the morning. Oh. But uh. then some days I might have to work 2 to 10 somewhere else. Yeah. Or if I have a private gig, you know, just so I'm kind of all over the place. Weekends are hard for me because my schedule is different. When I'm working, it's real easy to eat an apple in the morning, and then mm-hmm. I get my Subway salad or whatever salad at, for right. lunch. And then I come home and cook and have, uh, well, and then... Uh, sometimes I'll do this freshly. I might as well get another plug in. We'll just mix the plugs in with what we're talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah uh, I used to do Blue Apron, and that was great. And um, we still love it. And then I did Tara's Kitchen for a while where they prepped everything for you. Mm-hmm. And then I just got lazier and shit and just said, well, <laughs> hell, I'm just going to have somebody cook for me. So then I went to Freshly, and all that stuff's already pre-cooked. How is and, that? Uh, it's good. It's actually good. I, they have a steak that I get every single week from that it's steak and potatoes and you know it's standard but it's perfectly cooked it's real tender i mean it's good and we actually look forward to it you can get 40 dollars off freshly uh and who deliver fresh prepared meals that make eating right super easy use my link to get six dinners for 39 dollars for two weeks and that's 20 bucks off each week give it a try and let me know what you think it's freshly.drsteve.com just take you right there that's freshly.drsteve.com and um, that's it for the plugs. I Oh, don't forget Dr. Scott's website. He's not here today. Simplyherbals.net. Anyway, um, but we had something else, though, that we talked about. 
that we need to talk about? Curvatures, curvaturization. Oh, curvature. Okay, so yeah, Night Nurse Evie had this. <laughs> she had an encounter with a guy with a curved penis. Yes. Now, the question I would ask you was, did he have um, a sharp bend that was painful, or was it just a gentle curve? Gentle like gentle curve. Okay. Because the sharp band is caused by a, a disease or a condition called Peyronie's disease. Yes. And that's where um, it usually happens during uh, vigorous intercourse. Often when the woman is on top and the man doesn't have control over the thrusting and she thrusts down when his penis may be uh, only semi-erect and hits it just at the wrong angle and bends Ew, the penis. And uh, they can sometimes break it. Absolutely that can happen. Ew. Or sometimes they'll just bend it, you know. And when they bend it, it causes a crease. The crease causes inflammation. The inflammation causes scarring. And what happens with scarring? Scar tissue is not as elastic as the sheath so of the penis. Say. And so when it's not elastic, when it becomes erect, it's going to curve in the direction of that scar. Mm. Okay. And so, it can yeah. be it, that requires treatment by a urologist if it's severe enough. But a gentle curvature is nice. It is nice. Is yeah. and some guys are. I had a gentle curve. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. 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 You talk. That's much more interesting. What, what you were getting yeah. ready to say. Um, but having a gentle curvature is actually good for the woman as well because if you have a perfectly straight cylindrical penis right? It's going to touch whatever it touches on the way in, right? Okay. It'll do whatever it do. Right. But if it's curved, you're going to get a little bit on the left. Let's say it's curved to the left. You'll get a little bit on the left when it's going in. And then as it, as it thrusts in, you're going to get a little bit on the right. And then it's going to curve back again. You're going to get a little bit on the left so as well. More. Yeah. So you'll actually it's get actually a sensation of more girth yes. when you've got a man with, that has a yes. slightly curved penis. Okay. Can I get an amen? Amen. Okay, so then my question. Give yourself a bill. That's the closest thing I've got to an amen. So the same way, like, the impact can cause a bend. Yes. What if, like, because I was with someone and their penis was kind of curved, like, like twisted almost like an egg noodle. I'm not being funny. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Pig penises are are corkscrew. Okay, yeah, kind of like a corkscrew. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, it was okay until I was like mad one day, and then it was not okay. <laughs> and I joked on it, but like, is that a thing? Does that happen from like okay, so playing why, with it, or like how does that happen? Because it just looked really. That's funny. an interesting. Um, I have not seen one. Of the, I haven't seen a whole lot of our. We don't in medicine. You don't see a whole lot of erect penises unless it's someone that's got a priapism. Okay, you know, and then you're sticking needles in their erect penis to make Yeesh. it go away. Um, uh, it, it's so, but think of it this way. So I, I see a lot of people with chemo and their hair falls out, some t- depending on the chemo that they take. And when their hair grows back, if they had straight hair like I do, it grows back curly. And you go, well, how in the hell can that happen? Well, here's why. Straight hair like mine has a round follicle. It's perfectly round. Mine so ridiculously straight. It, my follicles are perfectly round. Uh, have you ever taken, and I know you have a ribbon, and you go and you and you strip yeah, mm-hmm. one end of it with the, with scissors, mm-hmm. okay? And the reason that that curls that ribbon is because now one 
side of that ribbon is longer than the other side. You've stretched it. And so it has to curl to attain the same length, right? Okay. Because they both, in the end, have to be the the bottom and the top got to be the same length. Gotcha. So it's got no choice but to curve. So when people lose their hair from chemo, the follicles empty out. I mean, it's not like they're shaving. It's gone. And then when it grows back, the follicle relaxes, and now it's no longer round. It's ovoid. And when they do that, one side's going to grow faster than the other. It's just how it is. It's never going to grow perfectly. So you'll get really curly hair. Oh, wow. And um, uh, so this guy's penis... One side of his penis was shorter than the other. That has, it's the only way that that can happen. So he either had a trauma that stretched one side, or he had another trauma that slightly scarred down the other side. Okay. So that now when it's erect, it has to erect, you know, become erect in a corkscrew fashion. That okay. is it. Yeah, it was. I yeah. wish you got a picture. I, you know. <laughs> or a mold. Let me think. Yeah. Like, I might have a picture. Let me think. Let me think on that. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it was strange, but okay. And while we're on that, penile neuropathy. Yes, okay, let's talk about that. Um, what's the context of the question? Going just totally limp okay. while you're in the act of having sex. Okay, so uh, that's that's a form of erectile dysfunction. So some men have difficulty achieving an erection at all, and other men have difficulty um, maintaining an erection. And so when you're having, when you're able to achieve it, that means you get enough blood flow, but you may not be able to uh, keep it. So that can be a bunch of different things. It could be a neuropathy in the sense that he's not getting enough stimulus to um, the spinal column to continue the erection, okay? okay? And get himself to completion because, I mean, Maintaining an ere- or getting achieving an erection, you can do that visually. Sometimes just looking at something, but to maintain it, you kind of have to have contact. And if he's not getting a good um, uh, sensation to the spinal column, he could lose his erection. That's one way. Another way is he just doesn't have good blood flow, in which case Cialis or Viagra would be the answer for him. He should also get his testosterone checked because men who have difficulty maintaining an erection may have low testosterone. 95% of men who have low testosterone never know it. Oh, wow. And sometimes that's the only clue they have, so he needs to get that checked. Because if that's what it is and he gets that normalized, he'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and then the third thing is just psychology. You know, performance anxiety is a killer. Oh, I, I've, I've suffered from that myself. And again, the Cialis just giving you that boost of confidence, knowing that no matter what happens, you're going to get an erection that's going to look like a, 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 a hot dog, a ballpark Frank in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my description. I think that's Craig Fick's sentence. Uh. But, um, but yeah, if you know you're going to get that no matter what, it gives you the confidence you don't lose your erection after that. So. Right. Interesting. So anyway, well, we're out of time. This has been awesome having you guys here. We got to talk about a bunch of different stuff. We didn't take any voicemail calls, did we? No. All right. Well, that's all right. That's good, then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Check out premium.drsteve.com where you can get uh, this show. Uh, Don't forget um, uh, stuff.drsteve.com. Uh, D, you want to plug your Facebook? You don't have to. Um, sure. Um, on Instagram, I'm on the rocks, BNA. Um, Instagram and Twitter. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, she's follow? very entertaining. Okay, I'm going to follow. And Evie, you're not on any of that do. stuff, are you? I am, but I am. But you ain't yeah, going to put no, it out. No. Okay, I don't. Y'all know too much about my life. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great, Dr. Steve. Yeah, well, thanks for coming. It was great seeing Thank you. And thanks you. for doing two See shows. Whether we got to do it again. And I got some insight on some stuff today, too, that I wanted <laughs> You were not prepared. I, no, I just went in a, di- in a direction I wanted, uh, particularly the SiriusXM show, and I did learn some things today. So thank you both. Made me rethink some things. Thank you. So thanks, Evie and Dee. We can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes. Oh, I've only got 23 seconds. Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Tev, Lewis Johnson, Paul Charsky, Eric Nagel, Roland Campos, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Ron Bennington, and Fizz Watley, who's early support of the show never goes unappreciated until next time check your stupid nuts for lumps quit smoking get off your ass and get some exercise we'll see you in one week for the next edition of weird medicine today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.